Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Debt Management Plan What's the difference between debt reduction plan and debt management plan? Both are the same in most cases. Debt management plan for most is a professional counseling person working to help reduce debt. It's not always the best way to go as fees are paid. Instead, I think a debt management plan should be for those who do not have a debt problem, but looking forward before taking out loans to be sure the payments can be made. And the same with using credit cards. They're looking forward to see if they have the money to pay the credit card when it comes due. You got to treat your credit cards like cash. Debt reduction plan is the process to take to reduce debt the best way. I'm going to give you my debt reduction plan a little bit later on, but at first we need to understand what a debt management plan really is and what it can do for you and if do you need it or not. I got to debt.org management plans. What's a debt management plan? How can it help? I got links in my show notes for two articles. And if you also would like to contact me, I have my contact information in my show notes and just send me a note by email and I'm more than glad to respond after that. Okay, it's back to the article. A debt management plan is a way to pay off high interest unsecured debt, mostly credit cards, without having to take out a bank loan. Debt management plans reduce the interest rate on credit cards to around 8% and make monthly payments affordable so consumers can pay off debt in three to five years. The plans are offered by nonprofit credit counseling agencies who do a detailed analysis of your income and expenses to create a household budget that includes a fixed monthly payment tailored to what you can afford. The plan is presented to credit card companies who must approve the plan. Those who enroll make monthly deposits with a credit counseling organization, which uses that money to pay the debt according to a predetermined payment schedule developed by the counselor and your creditors. Your monthly payment is tailored to what you can afford. Once approved, the debt management plan simplifies the payment process for consumers who use three to four credit cards with three to four deadlines and three to four minimum payments to remember each month. One payment to one source once a month and no loan is how a debt management plan makes managing your money easier. Now I'm going to pick that apart. That's what debt.org says because they're trying to get you as a customer. But let's start out first. The credit card companies do not have to agree to the plan. They do not have to reduce the interest rate to around 8%. 
if they refuse to do that, you might have, say you got four credit cards. Maybe two of them agree with the plan and two of them don't. So you're going to have two in the plans. You're still going to have three payments. You got one to the loan for the counselor and the two credit cards are not part of the plan. Okay, that's the first thing that's wrong with this particular definition. Also, it's a professional counseling agency, whether it's for-profit or non-profit. They're going to charge you a fee. That's why it takes three to five years to get out of debt instead of two to four years. Because they got to take their fees out, they're going to do that first. And if you can't keep track of three to four credit cards, how do you keep track of your mortgage payment, your car loans, and everything else you're paying for, and all your utilities? And how are they going to come up with this detailed analysis of your income and expenses? You have to tell them. How are you going to tell them? If you're not tracking your income and expenses, if you don't already have a budget of some sort set up, how are you going to tell them? So you still have to do all the same stuff. That's my point. And my other article is how to reduce your debt. And it's a good one because it, it, it explains the high interest rate method or the avalanche method. And it explains the snowmall method. I'm not going to go into that too much detail at this time. Now, what is my debt reduction plan? I, it's a do-it-yourself plan. A debt reduction plan is something you do on your own. You have to be tracking all your income and expenses. Either if you have a counselor doing the budget for you, you still have to give them the information. So you got to still do that. The more accurate you are on your tracking, the better the budget can be, the better, the closer it is, the easier it's going to be for you. So if the only thing you got to do is have a tracking app, that's going to cost you less than $10 a month. They're out there. You can find them. Find whatever you like and use it. I use accountabout.com. It's $9.95 a year. Cheap. I use a spreadsheet that I already have. It didn't cost me nothing. I paid off all my debt in three years, eight months. And that definition was saying three to four credit cards in three to five years. So that's how much fee are they really charging you? Apparently a significant amount. A debt reduction plan is the process to reduce debt the best way. And this is how I did it. This is my debt reduction plan. One, quit using credit. Quit using all your credit cards. Quit borrowing money to pay your monthly bills, period. Quit borrowing money, period. You have a debt problem. You have too much debt. You probably can't borrow money. And if you still are, you're probably on the verge of not being able to in the future. So stop now. Two, make the minimum payment on all your debt. You hear people saying you're not going to get your credit cards paid off if you're making the minimum payment. And that is very true. But for now, there's a reason. You need to make the minimum payment and no more. Because you're going to do number three. Create yourself an emergency fund. It's nothing but a savings account you set up and you get it built up to a minimum of $1,000. Which means 
the balance never goes below $1,000 unless you have some type of emergency. An emergency is something that happens that's unexpected, that's not in the normal monthly expense, such as an injury, such as a car repair or any repair. You need to have a minimum of 1000 And why? So you can continue step one, quit using credit. If you don't have an emergency fund, if something happened that was an emergency fund, what are you going to do? You're going to use credit to pay for it, and you're not making any progress. Once you have the emergency fund, a minimum amount established, you keep building it up until you have at least $3,000 above that, which means you have $4,000. And why are we going so high? One, because as long as it's in your savings account, it's part of your emergency fund. If something would happen and it's going to cost you more than $1,000, you have the money available to pay for it. So step number one is continued. You're not using credit. Once you know that all your bills are paid up, once you know you have a minimum of $4,000 in there, so you have $3,000 over your emergency fund, once you know and everything is looking good, your budget is under control, you have plenty of money in your savings, in your checking account to pay for groceries, gasoline, small little items that may pop up. Your monthly bills are kind of paid up for now. You take that extra $3,000 and you apply it to one of your debt. Which debt is up to you? Do you pay off your lowest balance first? using the snowball credit. Well, if you're somebody who needs to have achievements to make make you feel like you're making a progress, then yes. But my plan is you pay off the very first time, you pay off your lowest balance first or at least pay it down. And then the next time you may be able to pay it off. Once you have a credit card paid off, you do not cancel it. You allow it to stay open and you maybe you put a small charge on it every two or three months to keep it active so they don't close it for you. Now, there's a warning. If you have really bad credit and you have a lot of credit cards up to the max, they may cancel it for you, but that's not your choice. Our goal here is to leave it open because sometime in the future, hopefully in the next six months, You'll get an offer from that credit card where the balance is zero, where you can transfer some balances for a fee of 5% and have zero interest for 12 months to 18 months. And you want to take advantage of that. And you want to take your higher rate interest credit card, transfer some of that over, not 100%. There's enough over that you know you can have paid off the zero within that time period. So you don't get charged any interest. If you don't think you can pay off a large amount in a short period of time, then put over a small amount, work on it, get it paid down to zero, and then transfer some more over. That's going to cut your interest that you're paying on that high card because you're going to start having a lower and lower balance. 
then once you keep doing the process over and over, you're not using credit, you're making the minimum payments every month, you're building up your savings account, you get the extra in there, everything's looking good. Now you apply it to your highest interest rate. Next, the second card you're going to pay off. And then from then on, you pay off your highest interest rates first, work down through those, make pay off some of your car loans, pay off your line of credit against your home, and then eventually your first mortgage. Should be the last thing you pay off because it probably has the longest term in far, as far as years, and it's probably got the lowest rate of interest. So it'd be the last thing you pay off. You may not even want to pay it off depending on if you have a 3% or less interest rate and it's a 15-year loan and you can make the payments fairly easy because it's a small payment, just keep on paying it. You don't necessarily have to pay it off. You can build up your savings and other accounts before you pay it off. But that's a future episode. So that's in the nutshell a debt reduction plan, which is the process to, t- to reduce debt to the best way. Okay, now let's talk about debt management plan or what I think a debt manage plan, management plan should be. Remember I said instead, instead of using a professional counselor, because that's what a debt management plan is. You're going to a professional, you're giving them all the information, and they're doing some of the work for you. And they're, then they're going to tell you what to do. Why pay their fees when you can do it yourself? Stick to it. Give a try. Do at least six months. It's going to be tough. The hardest thing about starting reducing your debt is quit using credit, is quit using credit cards and quit borrowing money. You got to start paying for things with the money that you earn every month. You got to live based on how much you make. And you have a lot of debt. And a lot of debt is consuming a lot of your income. You got to you gotta try to get it under control. It's not going to get any better. It's only going to get worse. So let's assume you did the debt reduction plan. You got all your credit cards paid off. You're looking at paying off maybe a car loan or two, maybe your line of credit. But, you know, life is going on and maybe you need a new car. Maybe you need, you know, to finance something in the near future. So what is that? Well, that's where the debt management plan comes in. For those who have your debt under control and you you have a debt reduction plan, maybe it's still ongoing, or maybe you have no debt at all. Most people don't have any debt. There's a reason they have no debt. It's because they don't stick their neck out. They're they're somewhat conservative on their finances. So what do you need to do for a debt management plan? Well, if you're thinking about replacing your automobile, for me, I would not buy a new car. I always buy used cars. One, because they're a lot less pricey. And two, I can do a bigger down payment and get the loan paid off faster because I borrowed less and I can pay more than what the monthly payment would be. But before I do all that, one, I got to determine, do I really need it? And when do I need it? Why do I need it? 
well, my car is kind of getting wore out. It's got 300,000 miles on it. It breaks down every once in a while. And within the next six months, I'm going to need a new set of tires and winter is coming. So I'll probably need a new battery. So I'm going to be spending some money on it. So before that, well, maybe I just can get rid of it and buy myself a good used car. How much can I afford? Well, maybe I can afford $1,500 a month, but I don't want that. I want to keep the payment under control. I don't want to be paying $1,500 a month for a vehicle because that's way too much. Again, you need to know your budget. You need to know your gross income. And your automobile loan should not be more than 10 to 15% of your income. What is that? And then try to keep it a little bit under that because that will make your life more comfortable. You're not going to be stressed out on how am I going to pay for whatever? How am I going to make my car payment? Oh, I got real estate taxes. How am I going to make my payment on my real estate taxes? Oh, I have this coming up. How am I going to pay for that? If you keep your spending under control and you are not got these big, huge payments a month in and month out for five or seven years, your life is going to be more manageable. And that's what you do when you thinking about making a large purchase. Okay, what is a used car cost? How much do I need to borrow? How much do I want my payment to be? And how long? As short as possible and as less as possible. I could finance it for five years and get a smaller payment, but I'll pay more interest because it's a longer period of time. Or I can put more down, finance it for three years, and pay about the same. The same thing goes with using credit cards. Before you go out and make a purchase that's greater than, let's say, $200 or $300, you need to really think, do you really need it? For now, what I'm going through is I'm looking to upgrade my computer. I'm using a laptop, but I want to upgrade it to a desktop but I really don't want a desktop because it takes up too much space. So they are now, they have these mini computers and they're not all that expensive because you just get the computer and it's a little box, five inches by four inches by about two inches thick or less. So they're really small. You can just mount them on the back of your monitor and they're the same as having a desktop computer. The processor, I mean, you can play games on them. You can, you have storage and RAM and, and they're fast and and they're about anywhere from five to a thousand dollars depending on what you get and what you need. And I've been struggling with this. I really want one. I found a good deal on one, but I just retired. And I got some my real estate taxes are due at the end of the month. So in my my credit card is going to be due this second or third of the next month. And I already got the credit card as high as I want it to go because I don't want to overcharge on it because my credit score will go down. I'm always thinking about these things. So I need to put it off. How long? Well, maybe a month, 30 days. And well, do I really need it? I can probably get by for another year or two. Are they going to get cheaper? Well, they probably will, but they're also going to get better, which is going to probably cost the same. I'm not going to buy a year old technology when I can get a newer one 
that's, you know, bigger, faster, more reliable, whatever the case would be. So that's what I'm doing. I'm struggling now. I really don't want to charge it on my credit card. I don't have the cash in my checking account to pay for it. I got a bunch of other bills coming up that I have to pay due first. So I'm just putting it off. That's called a debt management plan. I'm looking forward. I'm looking at my situation. I'm looking at how much money I have in my checking account, how much money I have in my savings account, what bills are coming up, how much of that savings I'm going to have to pay for those bills. When's that credit card payment due? How much is it now? How much would it be if I charge this? Can I afford to pay it? Because I treat a credit card like cash. It's got to be paid off every month. It is cash, nothing else. So that's the difference. A debt reduction plan is a plan you have in place to help you reduce your debt. A debt management plan is a plan you have in place to help you control your debt so you don't get back in to being in debt trouble again. I hope that makes sense to you. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you're interested in learning about an online software that helped myself get out of debt, it does tracking, budgeting, and keeps track of all your assets and all your debt. It even tells you how much and when to transfer money into your savings account and how much and when to transfer money to your debt and which debts to pay off in order first. It's not cheap. It's a one-time payment, but it will definitely be an investment, something in yourself, and an investment in your personal financial life. If you're interested, send me an email at reducedebtincreasewealth at gmail.com and I'll send you the information about this online software that worked great for me. A debt management plan is using a counselor, a professional to help you manage your debt. They may or may not be able to reduce the interest on your credit cards through a negotiation with the credit card companies. You gotta look at it from the credit card companies. They want their money. So if they have to reduce their interest, maybe they will. But what fees are you paying to those counselors and for how long are you paying the fees? Is it a monthly fee? Is it a fee based on how much debt they're reducing? How are you paying their fees? How are they charging fees? And how's that going to affect you paying off your debt? It's generally speaking, it's going to take you longer to pay off your debt using a professional counselor. You still have to give them the correct information. So you still have to track, track your spending. The more accurate you are on tracking your spending, the better the plan can be. The closer the plan can be to maximize your income that you have, the expenses that you're coming up with month to month, and how much money you can put to them to pay off that debt. In the meantime, you can't continue using credit. If you go out and open up a new credit card and start charging on it, what good's it doing you? You're still under the same rules on my debt reduction plan. You got to quit using credit. 
across the board because the purpose of using this counselor is so you don't have to get a bank loan. And what kind of bank loan are we talking about? Most likely a consolidation loan. And why are you going to the counselor? It's either because you cannot get a consolidation loan or two, you want to file bankruptcy and the bankruptcy court makes you go to a counselor. So why do all that? Do it yourself, save the fees, get your debt paid off faster, and you'd be much better off and you'd be happy you did so.